So we have a special guest on the podcast today is my my great friend, Bryce Casto. He's a teacher and he's also the athletics director at South Charleston High School in South Charleston, West Virginia. Uh, he's been a coach for a long time. He's been an athletic director at the collegiate level at West Virginia State. He's a great friend of mine and uh, I know you will love hearing from him on the podcast. And after a short segment from our sponsor, you will hear from Coach Casto. Good. I like your studio there. You like that, Coach Casto? I just welcome to the podcast. It's great to have have you on uh, this afternoon. As always, Coach, you're one of my favorite folks in the whole world. Well, I, Coach, that's that's too high a phrase. I I appreciate that, but I feel the same about yourself. Yeah, you're just wonderful. I, I'm I'm thrilled you're at Nitro High School. Of course, you know Nitro High School holds a, a dear place in my heart. You know, I've taught and coached there, and of course, my son's an alum, so. Uh, uh, we cheer for you each and every week and each and every day. Coach, uh, yeah, that's a great place. Uh, I mean, I'm grateful that you you led me to here. You're the one that kind of showed me the path, yeah, so to speak. It's a good place. Uh, Mr. Edmonds, a great leader. It's just it's it's a it's a good place. That's as high a compliment as you can give anything. It's just a good place. Nitro High School is a good place. Absolutely. Coach, give the listener, I mean, it's been a while since you've been on, on the podcast. You were like, my, I think you were my second or third episode. Give the, the listener a little bit of background about yourself. Well, um, I grew up in Ripley, West Virginia. Uh, we we uh, lived there all until we graduated high school, went to West Virginia State University as an education major, played uh, football there for four years and uh, had, had a nice career uh, I've uh, coached at Ravenswood High School in Jackson County. I've coached at Western State University. I was here at South Charleston as a head coach. I uh, went into uh, higher education for about 20 years at Western State, where I was AD and uh, uh, later Vice President of Student Affairs. Um, and then uh, got caught in administration change. And that's one of those things where it's like any of other things in coaching, and it's a will and pleasure jobs. And a new guy brought his, his staff in. And then uh, we just decided that, uh, you know, where were we happiest? Kathy and I were, uh, were happiest when we were doing high school. So that's where we decided to go. We were fortunate enough to hook up at uh, Nitro High School, be given an opportunity there. I just was going to teach. Wasn't, wasn't planning on coaching again. They asked me to serve as an assistant. And then it, uh, they had a coaching change. They asked me, would you take it over for a couple of years? I said, yeah. But, and we, we would do all we can. And then we'd try to get a, a good young coach in there. And uh, look what happened. <laughs> Yeah, it's been it's been a fantastic place. I mean, Jason Redman, our principal, and Garrett, our AD, are they're top notch. Just just truly, truly the best. First class. So, coach, we're in, we're in COVID time, and we don't need to talk about all the politics that I think we people have talked about that ad nauseum. But what are what are some things that you're doing to keep yourself busy during COVID? Because you like to stay busy, and right. this is, there's no sports and stuff right now. Right. I always, uh, in terms of, um, of personal life, I read a lot. I, I, I try to find books and, and things that will help me grow as an individual, articles uh, online from reputable sources, uh, just personal growth opportunities, try to uh, exercise more and, and, and live the best life that I, that I can. You know, at school, uh, of course, the athletics, uh, as athletics director here at South Charleston, um, We've we've redone schedules. I know you've experienced. We, of course, we have all the sports, but we've we've redone everyone at least four times. We're at least going to do it one more time if we get a chance to play fall sports. Uh, but it's just it's um, it's it's 
mentally exhausting. I will, I will tell you, I know you experienced the same. And, uh, you know, sometimes you feel like, uh, you know, Charlie Brown having the football pulled away from him. Last time you almost reach out and touch it, and then by golly, Lucy pulls it back again and right on the head you go. So just the way it goes, and that's, there's life lessons there. And, and uh, one of the things about Charlie Brown is Charlie Brown's a master of perseverance. And that's actually uh, Charlie Brown. I, I did a, did some reading on Charles Schultz, and and Charlie Brown was kind of his. So he didn't have a lot of success as a young person, and just persevered. And look look what happened. Absolutely, just keep getting up and keep getting after it, and that's that's all you can really really do in life, right? That that's that's all you can do. Again, hope. We all want hope. Hope's real important, and that's. I've said that a few times to folks. Hope's important for everyone, but it's especially important for young folks. And, uh, you know, I talk to my classes every day. Of course, we're on remote learning, and we discuss hope. And that's and it's, it's invigorating to talk with them, and they understand what they're missing right now. And I think they have a newfound appreciation for things, and uh, that's good. There's, there's a good thing. They're also learning to persevere. Uh, to deal with that uh, sometimes bitter disappointment and know that, that in life, it's, uh, you're going to get knocked down a lot and you just got to keep getting up. Absolutely. Coach, you've been an athletic director at the collegiate level and the high school level. Yes. Talk about the similarities and the differences in both of those roles. Because I would think maybe some people listening to the podcast are interested in going into athletic administration. Well, um, there's a lot of similarities. The rule book's a lot bigger with the NCAA. I will tell you that. Uh, you know, somebody's talking about the uh, WVSSAC rules, and I said that's you know that's they're they're good. They're, both books are, are well written. You have to look at it uh, being literal with language, and uh, also know that a rule exists because probably somebody did something at one time, and you can yeah. debate that. And of course, there's there's legislative opportunities, but that's that's the you know the big thing is. Uh, I tell I tell coaches, I told them both collegiately and here at the high school, my job is to uh, try to make theirs easier. Try to take some things off them so they can worry about coaching their ball club. It's it's kind of like uh, analogy being a grandparent. You know, you're involved, but you're not there day to day with everything. Uh, but you get to see and know the know the kids, and you know it's 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 great to have a lot of teams to root for. Um, collegiately. Uh, Again, I, I like the high school level better. I, I think you, you make a bigger difference in terms of molding a person's life and getting them on the right path. Uh, but that, that opportunity also exists at the, at the college level. Like I said, I did uh, you know an equal amount of my career uh, at the collegiate about twenty years. So uh, you know we're, we're and we're actually I'm year thirty nine. So that, that, do the math there and you figure out uh, you know, next year it's 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 a, we we the scales balance a little bit, but it's it's fun. That's awesome. What's it like going back to South Charleston? You want to say championship there as a, as a head football coach. And now you're athletic director. Kind of talk about, you know, your journey there as a coach and then how that's morphs into you being the athletic director years later. Well, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's a bit like coming home and, uh, and uh, homes, a place of, of home and purpose is real important. And the unique thing was I was gone, I was gone from South Charleston high school for 23 years. And uh, when I came back, the interesting thing was, now a lot of the teachers, of course, had changed, but a lot of the folks uh, from at the city, uh, they might be in different jobs, but they're, they're all the same. So you had all these, these uh, great relationships hmm. that were built. And uh, so it's been, it's been heart, heartwarming for me to come home to a place that uh, means a lot to us. You know, uh, it's just South Charleston High is a real special 
uh, place in, in, in our lives. And, and uh, uh, I couldn't be happier to be back here. It's, it's actually, I think I told you this, it's the one place I would have left Metro High School for. Yeah, yeah you did but, tell me that, uh, yeah. You know, I just couldn't, uh, I couldn't turn it down. And not only the ties here, but, uh, you know, I, I think I told you I I'd, I'd struggled with arthritis there and couldn't, couldn't coach anymore. The, the mind says, yeah, the body said no. But this is something I could do to help keep me involved in athletics and something I've, I've had an aptitude for in the past. And so we just, just was a natural fit. It's great, great timing when it opened up. That's awesome. Coach, let's talk a little X and O about, about football here. So talk about how has football changed from when you won the state championship in South Charleston to what you, to what you see on the field today like schematically what do you what do you notice well, the, the, is the field's the a, a lot more open the field's a lot more open I, I know we were last year they honored uh, his 25th anniversary of the state championship team up here and we pulled some of the film and uh, you probably know jack withrow jack withrow was putting together some oh yeah he's first class video yeah. and what you, what the interesting thing is that the wing officials uh one of the things we noticed right the wing officials were in on the numbers you know, oh, now they're on the sideline, so you can bark in their ear a lot. I know, I know that's always a good time. But it's just how much the how much more open the space is, and and the thing is is trying to to put folks in 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 space. Now we were we were a uh, we ran the Houston Veer up here, and we were, we were a true triple option team at the high school level. We didn't we didn't predetermine anything, and we I mean we really committed to it. And I could make a case for you that you were making people back in those days even even defend field zones. Uh, but we just were passing the ball backwards. And that's kind of what you do with the modern spread offenses uh, is make folks defend defend area. I know, I know my my dear wife never did buy. She loved she was an advocate for the passing game. And I know we threw three times <laughs> in the state championship game. Kathy never did buy my backwards passing. But it was actually passing. We were just passing it backwards. So she uh, she called, uh, I guess, the, the – the the correct way to say it would be she called bs on me and uh and she was right <laughs> oh my gosh not not kathy she would never yeah oh god i miss her we we lost i don't know your, your audience of course wouldn't know we we lost kathy in march real unexpectedly and it's uh, it's been it's been tough what a well, i mean she was the ultimate coach's wife she loved the game i told her one time my coach i said i think you like this stuff more than i do and she said you're probably right and oh she my god she came from an athletics family. Her dad was a great basketball player. I mean, an outstanding basketball player. Played at uh, you know Dunbar High School, won a couple of scoring championships, and uh, was scheduled to to go to Marshall University and play for Cam Henderson. And of course, Marshall's basketball arena is named for Cam Henderson. That's the level of players he played on the uh, on the on the Army team in occupied Japan with largely professional oh, athletes. Yeah, Lindy was something else. Kathy's brother was uh, the sports editor for the Charleston Daily Mail. Uh, so just sports were in her, her DNA. And, and that's one reason we hit it off, but she, she loves sports. And, uh, and so it's, uh, it's been, uh, it's, it's been quite a task to, to move forward and understand life without her. Hmm. How has staying involved in, in sports being athletic director helped you with that coach? Well, uh, it gives you purpose to time and, and, and people, uh, Kathy would be disappointed if I languished, and uh, I wouldn't want to do anything to ever disappoint her. So it, it gives me something to look forward to. Someone asked me, you can tell again by my flowing hairstyle in some of her previous conversations that, you know, <laughs> uh, had, had she still been with us, I'd probably retired a little sooner than what I'll probably end up doing because, you know, I, 
I've got a lot of time now and uh, I like sports. And if you'd have told 12 year old me that, Hey, you get paid for going to games, I'd have probably jumped all over that deal. So it's, it's been good that again, the relationships and getting to enjoy, I wish we had some games to watch, but in terms of the day to day, we're, we're busy from the time we're here till the evening. And then of course, as, as you know, too, that, that, uh, cell phone follows you home and emails and, and we're, we've got to essentially be uh, available anytime that we're, we're, that we're not asleep. And, and, uh, and I want our coaches to contact me and, and, uh, and they do. And I, I get back at them. If not, if you don't, then things are waiting on you. And I don't like things to wait on me. <laughs> yeah. How do you, how do you find that balance though, between turning that cell phone off? Cause I know I struggle with that. I struggle with right getting back to somebody i gotta get back to him right now and reality maybe i don't yeah right. it, it, it just i think that's just the that's how we're wired you know as coaches most of us are our type a personalities i know i were two here are, are, are type a's and that's mm-hmm. how we were brought up and and uh with competitive aspects to our life and it's you know you want to be efficient i tell my my coaches i got to know about it now even if it's bad uh, so we can uh, so we can deal with it and and uh, and if it's wrong you know do the best we can to to fix it. Uh, so with that with that is you, you comes responsibility to to be responsive. You know, I always tell folks you hear the the uh, adage about an open door policy, and I always say if you gotta gotta say you've got an open you have an open door policy, you really don't have one. You know, literally the door is open, and if somebody takes the time to come see you. Uh, then that should go immediately to the top of your list because it's important for them right in the, in the moment. Uh, I always told folks at my door shut, either either I'm really busy and something big's coming down, uh, or I'm not there. And uh, so that's 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 just uh, but it's staying purposeful. This it's just helped me tremendously. Uh, again, uh, it helps uh, fill time with with good activities, and uh, you know, like I said, being recently widowed, I've I've got a lot of time. No doubt. And, you know, you, you are obviously a wonderful athletic director, uh, wonderful, you know, husband, wonderful father. You have a, you also have a son that's the up and coming baseball coach in the Canal Valley as well. Yeah. He's Zach, uh, so. Zach, a Nitro High alum. Uh, Zach's, uh, uh, Zach's really throwing himself into the, into, uh, into coaching. He's, uh, kind of become a national guy on baseball Twitter. He's, I'll give him a little shameless plug here at coach Casto is his, uh, his, his Twitter handle. Wait, but, how did he get just at Co- coach Casto? Aren't there like millions of coach Casto? not millions, well, but hundreds of coach Castos. Well, see Casto Casto is, is indigenous to Jackson County, West Virginia, where it's kind of the Jackson County version of Smith. Um, oh, okay. and, and none of us are ever related. That's, that's the interesting thing. Uh, but, uh, for example, there in my high school graduating class at, at Ripley High School in 1977, there were three Michael Castos. Now, again, oh Ripley gosh. High School is not much bigger uh, then as, as it is now. So, they're about the same size of school. Well, just Castos is a real common name in Jackson County. Just, but you go outside, and, you know, when phone books were a thing, you'd go, you know, if you're on the road, you'd always, you know, pick up a uh, phone book, just look for a Casto, and there's, there were a lot of Castros, you know, often – I was uh, I was uh, asked if I was related to Fidel, and and I answered that question. Oh no, I missed an R, uh, but uh, uh, it, was, uh, it was funny. But yeah, it, and almost all of them, almost all the castos that you see can can tie themselves to uh, Jackson, Mason, Putnam County, West Virginia, as the as the spot where their family originated. 
That is wild. That yeah, is crazy. Not a, not a common name in the United States, but a, a very common name in Jackson County. No doubt. And what to give the listeners a little bit about Zach, where he is, because he was on the original podcast we did together. Yeah, absolutely. Zach uh, Zach's, uh, teaches at Hurricane High School, and he's an assistant baseball coach uh, right where you're at, at Nitro High School. That uh, uh, Those that may not know about Nitro baseball, Dave Sneed's the head coach. Uh, the field there is just spectacular. And uh, it's, uh, it's, it's a, uh, a living monument uh, that Dave and, and, his, and his wife uh, gave to the city of Nitro. They lost, lost their son in a tragic automobile accident many years ago. Uh, but that ball yard is just, I mean, there's a lot of different things there that have different meanings, a lot of memorials within the park, and it's just gorgeous. Uh, but Zach is real passionate about Nitro High Baseball, and, and Dave gives him a lot of responsibility. So he's coaching there and, and loves it. Uh, it couldn't be a better situation for him. He's, uh, he, he's, uh, he's a seam head. I mean, he, he loves baseball. And uh, I know you grew up in a baseball family, and you understand what that means. It's, uh, it's uh, I mean, his passion is, is exciting. He was on a, 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 a Baseball Outside the Box podcast last night, which is uh, an uh, a big one. It's one of the big ones. And uh, for him to be 25 years old and that, uh, I mean, Kathy and I are just, you know, we're just thrilled for him. And, and uh, uh, he's, he's doing it. He's doing it. And he's passionate about education. Uh, a very good teacher, mature beyond his years. Old soul is what Kathy and I always said. Zach's an old soul. Shoot, he needs to start his own podcast. I can get him in the right, headed in the right direction on that one. Well, he's, he's got a, you know, they, he, they, they originated this outfield chatter. He and a couple of uh, college coaches, and, and they did that on Tuesday. Now, they're on a little bit of a hiatus as the school year starts, but he's, he's actually started a, one they call classroom chatter on Tuesday nights uh, that he does just for educators. Uh, he's, uh, he's, he's Zoom. I'm surprised here on Zoom. His, there's been a couple of Zoom meetings I've been on where he, you know, he populated his name in there. And uh, I know we were on one third with the Mountain State Athletic Conference in the 80s and the, and the commissioner got a big kick that I was, I was Zach Casto. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I noticed that I when you popped up, it was Zach Casto. I was like, Who, what? I thought Bryce was coming on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's he's awesome. Good. Coach, he's good. I know he's mom, but he's good. Yeah, yeah. He's awesome. This is an interesting correlation I found. A lot of guys who like baseball also like football. Why, why do you think that is? I had Coach Tim McFarlane on from Blessed Trinity a while back, and he was a baseball guy that became a football coach. What, what's the similarities there? Well, I don't know what it is. I, I just enjoy the pace. I, I, I like being outdoors at games. I like the fact that baseball is untimed. I like uh, and have a deep respect for the history of baseball. I know we've even talked about things about, you know, your dad's career. And I remember your dad pitching and I do well remember storm as a, as a, as a big ligger in his, his uh, long career. I, I just like the history and how it's, how it's generational. I know the, you know, the, the speech and, and field of dreams about, about baseball. I think there's a lot of truism of that, but I find it very relaxing. I, I'm more, um, I love college football, but, I, I, if I have a choice, if it came down to where there's a really good baseball game, really good football game, I'm probably going to watch the baseball game because another part of it too is football was, can be work. You know what I'm saying? We did football for so many years. It was work and you, you start to rip things apart. I know enough about baseball to be dangerous, but I'm certainly not an expert. I can get you about 95% of the way there, but that other 5% will get you and get me in trouble. 
Uh, so uh, I'll leave that to the experts. That's one thing we did with Zach. We got Zach around baseball guys. He wanted he got, mm-hmm. showed early interest and aptitude for baseball. So we got him around baseball men uh, that that helped grow him as a as a player and, and and transition into his into his coaching. But yeah, I just I just I just like the pace of it, like the rhythm. I like the fact there's no timed aspect to it. You know, my, my son Zach is a is a classic type B personality, which is perfect for what he does as a coach it makes him real analytical and real even keeled which you know so much failure in baseball uh but i, I have told zach you, you die on the play clock you know yeah <laughs> he, right he, yeah he's perfect for baseball and i realize there's a lot of moment-to-moment decisions in baseball too but he is so even keeled that it's perfect for what he does mm-hmm. yeah i mean i would think most football coaches are probably type a i mean what do you do you think that's a correct statement oh, I, I would, I would say I've seen some that aren't, uh, but it's, uh, you know, football has such a, a physicality to it that's uh, fairly unique in sport. Uh, and uh, most football coaches, not all, but most football coaches were, were players. You see some of that that's changing even in the NFL. You know, some of these guys, uh, uh, there's a couple that didn't play much, uh, but they've become elite coaches and head coaches. And, and, uh, I just think it goes with the game. You know, football is, uh, I tell folks, I said, describe football. I said, well, you, you know, you go up and you, you go like crazy for, you know, four to five seconds and you, then you regroup. And of course, back in the day, you go in the huddle. Now you go to the line and right. uh, exploit matchups and that sort of thing. But it's just, it's just, it's just the nature of the beast. Football has a real rhythm to it uh, in terms of the timed aspect. Of it. And I think that's one thing I enjoy about baseball is that all there's a rhythm to it. It's a, it's a much more leisurely pace. Yeah, absolutely. I, I remember coming coming home after football practice in the spring in college and just wanted to watch baseball games because it was slow. Yeah, <laughs> you, know, I, I, you were just like it was leisure. Yeah, I can remember my first uh, uh, my first uh, spring practice in in college, and just how it it seemed so unique because we didn't have that in West Virginia. I know there's some states in high school now have spring practice. Right. Of course, we we have some flex days now, but. I can remember, uh, you know, we're out there practicing. Where we practiced at, at, at West Virginia State wasn't far from the baseball field. And it just was, you know, it, just, it was like being on the surface of the moon. You're just, it was so unique. You know, what, what am I out here doing in a football? So even I got, it, got baseball going on. But it's, it's just the way it is. Absolutely. Coach, talk a little bit about the advice you would give to a young coach trying to get into into the profession and be in it for a lifetime because some guys get in and go out what what's some advice for somebody who well, wants to get in and stay in well first of all you need to be passionate and uh you've got to be your own own best advocate but what i i, I told zach this and i think that's one thing he's kind of taken to heart i i always tried to um, look at what the best in the world do and uh, in terms of best practices, and I try to adapt that. Of course, you can't do the same things that, you know, that, that they can in the NFL. But I, as, a, as a young coach, I had, had the opportunity to go, and I think I told you, uh, because I, I coached at an HBCU, we were embedded, embedded with NFL teams for three summers. You know, I got to go with hmm. the Packers, the Bengals, and the Colts. And we were in, in the training camp. And, and, again, it was incredible. Again, these the best in the world at what they do about – how much they work fundamentals and so on and so forth that a lot of folks wouldn't associate. So learn from the best in the world, continuously compile and gather information, be a lifelong learner. When you think you've got it figured out, uh, realize you don't and keep on moving forward. Because if you, if you, the minute you stop growing, the minute you stop growing, it's time to get out. 
Yeah. Uh, but it's uh, you got to understand too that uh, you know not all victories are are on the scoreboard. Uh, it's it's important uh, in, in high school athletics. Sometimes you just don't have the best team. That's then that's okay. Those kids that that uh, you know it's it's easier to sometimes to coach uh, elite, elite level teams. But you know those teams have problems, issues to come with them too. Uh, but it's just I think that you have to be an educator, uh, look to uh, continuously motivate and I always had had one one guiding philosophy. Of course, I've been around long enough now to see whether it come true. I always said they they uh, they may not remember, you know, all the plays, all the skills, all, all even the score of the games, but they'll remember whether or not you had a positive influence and had a good time playing for you. And if you took care of those things, and, and, and again, I'm a big detail guy, and the detail works up to the, to the big. Uh, if you do those things, then uh, you, you've, you've got a pretty good chance of being successful. And, uh, of course, you know, I've got former players now that, uh, you know, when I, I was head coach here at 27, of course, I was coaching you know, college ball, and I was 23. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so I've got players that are in their 50s, you know, not much different mm-hmm. than, than me. And uh, so it's, it's been, uh, it's been rewarding. A lot of those guys still come around and, and I know Kathy always used to say they could, they could, I, they could tell where I had them in their career by what they called me. And, and they were, they were oh, shoot. Because it, you know, it just, it was interesting, but uh, a lot of those folks, and that's one of the good things. I'm not a, a huge Facebook person. I'm more of a Twitter person, but a lot of those guys, I, I keep a Facebook account because that's how they'll reach out. We'll keep in, in touch. That's been, that's fun part about that. Of course they, some of them do on, on Twitter too, but uh, that's why I, I, I keep that. Coach, that is awesome. And coach, I, thank you for coming on. It's, I mean, you, you're slam busy and thank you for coming and sharing your wisdom. And I know the listeners will really, really enjoy it. Well, I appreciate you asking me. Of course, you know, I just, just thank the world of you and uh, forever today, I'll, uh, I'll be following you and your career and uh, appreciative for your friendship first and foremost. You have a wonderful and beautiful family, and I enjoy uh, the fact that uh, you send pictures from time to time. I like to watch the girls grow up, and then, of course, you've got a wonderful life and wife in Emily. So, uh, all the best, my friend. Coach, I appreciate it. You're first class, and I appreciate you coming on. Anytime.